talk about GOT like nobody else. Whenever they're talking rules, we are overwhelmed. The fact that Kings Rob and Josh are back seven else. Game of Thrones, uh-oh. Like Stannis, they do this. like it has been 20,000 years. This Game of Thrones ended. It has only been three years. So just off the rust and get back on the iron Yeah, that's right, everybody. Josh and Rob are back in Westeros for week four of House of the Dragon, the King of the Narrow Sea. Of course, I am Josh Wiggler, and I am joined here by the King of the Narrow Rob Sea, Rob Sestino. Yes, we're here to spill the tea. Uh Or will we drink it? Who knows? No, don't, don't, don't. Are you a tea guy? I feel like you are. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I look. I, I'm a caffeine in every single form I can get it, guy. Uh-huh. And so rolling yeah. throughout the day, or is it like I'm a morning caffeine? Or are you gonna just keep it going all day long? The party never stops. Um, some of these late night Big Brother nights uh, gotta like maybe do like a later coffee. But yeah, yeah. I, I probably will start with I'll start with a little coffee, then switch to some. Gr- I do green tea. Am I one of the greens? I don't know. Oh, uh, then, look at you yeah. doing some research. And, and then, uh, and then back to coffee wow wow well i just got sideswiped in a beautiful way really mm-hmm. enjoyed that how many coffees are we on at this point in the day it's just an early one. morning for us right now just one yeah one cup one cup yeah. right now okay i'm on number two well, uh, 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 like a, a light one i don't go too heavy in the morning we'll see where it goes well it's okay. a good thing because it's a heavy episode of house of the dragon that we have to try and make light of here this week i am to understand rob that you really enjoyed this one you had a really good time Get, like i feel like maybe this is the one that kind of hooked you back into the seven kingdoms yeah i you know really did enjoy i, I gotta be honest uh I, I did i did fall asleep the first time i watched it uh, but then i watched it again <laughs> not enough coffee then i watched it again yeah. like it was a long we had a lot very busy weekend okay yes, yes. uh i did fall asleep watching it on uh on sunday night happy like, name oh day nicole I, like uh, uh, retroactively yeah and i really like boy i really missed a lot um yeah. and so I, I but i i really did like i i said to nicole Who's very into it? Uh, she's been enjoying many of the post show recaps, uh, not just this one. Does Nicole want to come and talk House of the Dragon with us? Oh, uh, I don't know. I have to ask her. Um, right. But Nicole, open invite. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like uh, we'll see if like maybe one week if she wants to uh, come on here. Strong take. We would love that. That'd be great. Yes. And so I said to her, like, I, I think this was the best episode, and she said, I wanted to say the same thing, but I didn't think that you were going to agree. Oh wow! So That's we both- great. In, in the House of the Sesternino, we both uh, were in agreement. Yeah. Um, I think that there's a bunch of people who have who have felt that way. I think there's a, rightfully a lot of people like, geez, oh, mm-hmm. and a lot of like, do I need to see that? Right. And I, and, and I really I totally, totally get, get that. that. Get that. Um, I think uh, I think from like the character perspective, if you were waiting for one that like kind of showed you more about who these people are, that that problem that for me, like if I could guess felt like that was probably a big piece of it for you yeah you know what i I really liked about this episode is that i felt like that this episode was the was uh the smallest episode of the the series uh so far and yeah i i think that like the dragon stuff is great but i feel like that it needs to get earned uh and i feel like that we need to get there otherwise like you know i'll I'll just watch uh, a transformers movie if yeah burned yeah but it's like okay, sure, like uh, like action and but like if I don't know who anybody is, like why do I care about any of this? Yeah. Uh, like I don't know who the crab feeder is. I don't know who all these armies are. I don't know who all these people. But if you're just gonna like really like zoom in on the character stuff, like I feel like okay, let me get invested in what's going on and who these people are. And then when they go to war, now I'll have some stakes into like right. what I'm actually watching. Right. Um, so we're going to talk through all of that. There's a lot of individual character stuff that now I feel like you're really clicking with these people. I cannot wait to get your take on. Really excited about that. Of course, we've got feedback from folks as well. People send in feedback, GOT at postshowrecaps.com. We also got it at dragon at postshowrecaps.com. No roasts yet, mm-hmm. uh, other than the coffee that we are talking about here on the podcast. Of course, in the patron discord as well. Lots of conversation there, mostly about corn. Uh, there was a lot of conversation about corn mm. this week, Rob. 
Hmm. Yeah. Um, Interesting. It's very uh, hot these days. Yeah. I think corn is very hot these days. Uh, and uh, corn has somehow made its way into uh, the, the discord and the discourse around House of the Dragon. Lots of people wondering if it would be better if it was corn of the dragon, Rob. Would that be as interesting to you as the House of the Dragon? Um, hmm. Corn, but I mean, um, not That's really. What's happening in our yeah. corner of the internet right okay. now. There's been a lot of stuff. There's been a lot of like, reconceiving what would Game of Thrones have looked like if corn was a bigger part of the storyline. Uh, uh, I believe it was Riley who imagined Harvest Me Ned instead of Promise Me Ned. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so just a kernel of an idea for you to 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 chew Can- over. Candy corn? Is it is it uh, like PSL now, Chappelle was on last on PSR? Week. Yeah, Chappelle was on last week. Uh, so we don't have any candy corn really to speak of this time around okay. uh, but we got a lot more to discuss and a lot of feedback that we got on Twitter as well at Ron Howard at Rob Cisternino at Post Show Recaps and one of the things that I feel like we should just get into really early before we start getting into like more seriously minded character stuff is Mike Bloom yeah. Mike Bloom uh, of House Blackwood. Uh, this has been circulating. We were asked to engage. This is this uh, this Lord of Blackwood. Uh, this the small the small child who ends up stabbing and killing this man in front of Rhaenyra Targaryen. Yeah. There have been takes that this is uh, a young mix maester Mike Bloom. Do you see it, Rob? Totally, totally see it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, how do you how do you not see it? Um, I think that it, it, it's good. I think like it speaks really well of, of Mike energetically as well. Not a man who's going to take a slight sitting down and be careful when you dare him. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you dare Mike Bloom, you're going to get bit by the snake. The tattoo will come to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think the only thing that was missing was sort of like, you know, a quippy pun after uh-huh. the yeah. Uh, stabbing. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, he needed like a finishing move line. Uh, and then I think that would have really been Mike. It made me think once I kind of connected the dots that uh, I I have a lot of different people that I could choose to be my champion uh, from the post-show recaps and RHAP extended universe. Brooklyn Zed thought it was a choice that they as a trained fighter was not selected. And I definitely appreciate that. But I think uh, Psycho Mike Bloom, Psycho Child Mike Bloom, if we could time travel back to Westeros where he was, seems like a pretty dangerous foe to pit anybody against. Right. Like, uh, don't mess with him. And then also you're going to get stabbed. And then also then you're going to uh, get then burned by Bloom. He's kind of like Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, sort of is. I think Mike Bloom might be the Deadpool of podcasting, which is uh, Dead Bloom. Uh, yeah, no. Dead Bloom is, I think, pretty, pretty good. Um, of course, Mike is on those recaps on Sunday nights. He and Grace were together. Uh, there's a rumor of a little bit of a pod swap that might be happening. You may be hearing Mike Bloom on a different Game of Thrones podcast next week and myself as a result of that. So stay tuned to that. Did you know, Rob, that Mike Bloom and I are on the precipice of yet another permutation? Of down the hatch mike had mentioned something yes. and uh my head exploded i said mm-hmm. wait what like the red viper yes did you announce that what the, what that was the announcement is incoming uh the sunday podcast coming up the down the hatch podcast that's going to drop we will tell you a bit more in fact uh, we'll tell you everything about what we plan on doing next on down the hatch uh, our lost friends will be joining us for the ride but they shall not be the main characters uh we've got a really fun idea i think that we're going to be excited about delivering so if you like mike and i together I think you'll enjoy it. Check out the Down the Hatch feed here on PSR. Um, Rob, where do you want to start? Your your show. This is my third conversation about this episode. Yeah. You know, so I've I've said a lot of what I have to say. I would really love to know where you're at with everything. So I, I just thought that this was such an interesting episode because I, I think you get left with so many questions of like uh, who knew what, when, like uh, like what all the choices that the characters made in this episode that I, I think that there is a lot of room for interpretation. Now, again, maybe if you know, read the books, maybe you, you sort of like uh, know whatever, but like what was like every almost every choice that was made in this episode you know how much of it was made with like knowing that there was like some subterfuge going on yeah 
Yeah. Um, I think that that's been really fun to to parse out. I really enjoyed talking it through on the book club podcast this last week. Mm-hmm. I thought that both Taryn and Rich had really, really good perspectives on it. And, and the majority of that podcast, uh, it's like an hour and a half podcast this week. And I would say like 50 to 55 minutes is not is without book spoilers. It's book appreciation and what we know of the characters and trying to track all of that onto what we know of the characters thus far on the show. I think that there was um, there were a lot of really interesting takes and there have been a lot of interesting takes um, on online this week i think as far as who knew what when what what are certain people planning what is it that they actually really want um and i think that that is sort of like the sweet spot on on game of thrones is like when are you know i think that that's something that maybe has been missing from house of the dragon thus far is that for for the most part things seem to be pretty cards up Right. Like you kind of like Mm -hmm. even if you don't know who the characters are deeply yet, it doesn't feel like there's like this big like who killed John Aaron kind of mystery and like who who really sent the the assassin to kill Bran or uh, who what sort of secret alliance is occurring behind closed doors that's going to blindside us for the for the Red Wedding. That stuff doesn't seem to be like super, super front of screen for us at this point in time on the show. Um, but I think that this episode kind of dabbles in that space at the very least of like uh, some of these characters have have ideas for each other that we are left to kind of like puzzle out ourselves and like how they're actually feeling about some of this stuff. So there's there's like big character mystery, I think, this week. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, starting with Damon of like what was like his ultimate plan and, uh, you know, like uh, when he comes and, uh, you know, takes Rhaenyra for her wild night out like what's like uh like what is his intention um you know why why did he come back in the in the first place right you know i I think i I think we're sort of left at the end of the episode of like that he will like uh sort of set her up uh to end up taking taking the fall to be seen in a place where she shouldn't have been seen uh ultimately to really sort of uh sully her good name so let's bring in some feedback already. Let's shake things up. Feedback can come in early uh, because most of the feedback, I think, was about this. I think that there was a lot of confusion about what was going on with Damon and Rhaenyra in this episode. Um, some of it not confusing. Some of it just icky and gross. Uh, but a lot of questions about like motivation, I think. Um, from, from Bobby, Bobby wrote in and said, in the scene with Damon and Rhaenyra in the brothel, how did you read that? In the after show director scene, they said that Damon was frustrated because he was impotent. Mike and Grace said that Damon didn't follow through because he knew what oh. he was doing was wrong on some level. Okay. Uh, Bobby says, I thought that it was all a plan to have people see them in the brothel so that it would get back to the king. He didn't need to actually defile his niece, just do enough to give that impression so he could then propose marriage. That was Bobby's take on the matter. Mm-hmm. Um Justin had a different read. Justin thinks that Damon wanted Rhaenyra to get pregnant. uh, But then when he can't do it, he gets mad because he can't do it and he can't work his way to the king. So he's defeated. He just straight up asks for what he wants. I think Amanda had questions about this as well. She wanted to know why Damon takes Rhaenyra's beanie off before going into the pleasure house. Does he want them to be seen? So where do you land with this, Rob? Do you have uh, a view of why Damon did what he did? So I think the thing, the Occam's razor that makes the most sense is that he wanted uh, them to be spotted. Uh, he knows that uh, the the, uh, the, the flea bottom pleasure house is yes. the place to be seen. They've got everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've got peepholes. They've got. Uh, but in all seriousness, I, I can I all leave, kinds like, of holes. Yeah. Can I can I leave a, a one star review for the Flea Bottom Pleasure House? Like, yeah. A, what, what's your what's your major gripe? Okay. First off, like sticky floors. That's tough. Yeah. That's. I mean, it goes without saying. The smell but, not great. Yeah. Not 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 even that. Um. I don't know. Like, uh, the, it's like the Walking Dead in there. Why is everybody moving at like one quarter speed? It's like everybody's just like sort of like. <laughs> moving like so oh my gosh slow <laughs> every like uh people are like walking across the room at like, I feel uh, like this a conversation a mile an hour i feel like this is, conversation like, every... just got very intimate <laughs> i don't I, I don't know like uh I, they think i'm like when little finger 
like gets in there. I think he's like, Hey, can we pick up the pace here a little bit? Everything? <laughs> yeah. It's like a chorus line, like chop, chop, chop. Let's go. Yeah, got let's, a show. Move, let's move here. Oh everybody um, like, is everything finger. moving like a zombie in there. Little finger as a, as like a, as a, as a Broadway mom, as a mama Rose uh, is an incredible, uh, incredible mm -hmm. uh, way of looking at that character. Just ridiculous. Um, yeah, I guess I didn't notice that it was very slow, but I have said, and I said this on with Taryn and, and Rich, uh, and I think I also maybe talked about this a bit on the Vanity Fair podcast that I do still watching last yeah. week was with Katie Rich, uh, not Filiberto, and uh, it felt like a really long episode of the show. I don't know if you felt that way. I don't know if you felt like this one I did ran. fall asleep once. Yeah, you did fall asleep the one time. Like it, it felt like it, it, it ran longer, and it, it really didn't. Mm -hmm. And you know, was, uh, but, but it, on my second view, I, I didn't, I didn't really uh, get that. It, it felt like a, it felt like a lot. Like the, the note taking process for me, I was like, mm -hmm. oh, I need a break. Uh, there was definitely that uh, in the middle of it. And again, like just so much kudos to Mike and Grace who hop right on after mm -hmm. these episodes. It's just incredible stuff. Um, but for, for me, I was thinking that it was largely like. The Kristen Cole scene goes on a very long time, and that has been my main culprit for uh, like culprit. the, <laughs> the Kristen culprit. Um, you know that has been the main source of attention for me. But maybe the pleasure house scene, uh, you might be on. They are moving in slow motion now. Again, maybe a lot of those people are being paid hourly, so maybe it behooves them to like move as slow as possible. But yeah. if you want to get as many customers in and out of there as possible, also, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, have, I have, I have questions. Yeah. Um, but I, I will have to say, my, my. Well, biggest... then I feel like if you were, who are, what's the, what position are you coming into this giving a star as? I know you just, uh, what position? Uh, I'm not trying to ask that. Um, but are you a customer? Are so, you, are you, know, you an I'm, inspector? Uh, you because know, if you're I'm a somebody, customer, like I'm coming from, like I'm a New Yorker, like at heart, uh, like, yeah. and now I'm here, like, in, in, like the service is slower, uh -huh. okay. Uh, I'm used to like, uh, you know, hey, like, uh, can we get can we get some uh, some service over here? Like, sure, uh, like, sure. uh, has anybody seen the waiter? Yeah. Uh, you know, this I, is much I like more it. European, Rob. In Europe, yes, you know, like you, know, you have to like you have to wait the pace, a long the pace time is slow. Uh, for for the for the, uh, for the slow, for the slow, slow. Your way. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. Actively flag them down. All right. And then yeah. can I also then leave my one star review uh, also for the flea bottom players yes uh, <laughs> oh no this is really going to impact their future employability oh no i hate the minstrel shows yeah stop doing this you don't like I, them. I hate the not ready for uh prime time yeah. players of westeros yeah yeah oh <laughs> uh, like okay support local theater sure yeah. okay i get it but uh, I hated this when Aria went to go see. Actually, that was those. That was like um, in Bravos, right? Yeah. That she went to go see the like, and that's off Broadway, Bravos. Yeah. But yeah. this is now all right. This is the main stage. Where, where, yeah, and it it sucked just as much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you think that this was better or worse than the the? Should this be off Bravos though? The wordplay is Bravos. better. Yeah, yeah, off Bravos. Yeah, I, okay. It they, might have been. I do think that the production value in Bravos maybe was a Bravos much is like deal. you know yeah that they've got like the huge statue and everything. So yeah. uh, maybe that's where like uh, they they really do it. And this is like you know you got to make it here to get the Bravos. Are, yeah, the free cities are you know they're they're swimming in it. Sometimes it feels like uh, hmm. they've got they've got big resources over there. I feel like yeah. they're their interest in the arts uh support the arts go to patreon.com slash bravos recaps mm -hmm. uh you know i feel like they are really making bank over there they're making yeah, iron, well, bank. The iron bank yeah, yeah. sure yeah. sure yeah um so uh but I, I was like oh my god again what are we doing uh, I appreciated that uh, we got like a, a face full of like a rope bundle as opposed to the 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 warty imagery of the last oh, yeah, time yeah, we yeah, were in a, a production. True. So, true. Yeah. you know, uh, beggars can't be choosers, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was it was informational, too. Right. Like Rhaenyra is there and she swept up in it for a second until she realized, like, oh, these people aren't booing the show. Yeah, they're booing me. Yeah, yeah. So, do you think it would have been like uh, a, a much better sketch if then she would have come out and then reacted to the person 
doing her like a classic like SNL bit where yeah. the person doing the impression is then then the real person comes out and it's like, hey. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think would be uh we're already talking about a future inevitable looming yeah. Millie Alcock yes. uh, exit yes. uh as time jumps are happening. And if you're paying attention to this stuff and if you're listening to podcasts, we assume you know uh Millie Millie Alcock, famous for now, uh hopefully forever, but mm -hmm. a new Rhaenyra incoming. Uh we don't know when, uh soon. Um who would be the Saturday Night Live player that would oh. be best for Rainier? Because I feel like there's a lot of different ways you could go. Hmm. Well, like um, in the Flea Bottom players? Uh, I think, yeah, which Saturday Night Live cast member would be, would be great as a Flea Bottom player of Rainier Targaryen? I think uh, that Amy Poehler could have a lot of Amy fun Poehler with it. Amy Poehler would yeah. be a pretty good. I feel like Amy Poehler could do a really good Prince Joffrey as well, actually. Yes, yes. Okay, then maybe. I'm also thinking Kate McKinnon would be good in both of those roles, frankly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I uh, could see it. I could yeah. see it. Uh, yeah. Kristen Wiig, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, like a little Millie? What? <laughs> <laughs> Millie, mm -hmm. did you invite Sir Kristen Cole into your room? No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, so would you have enjoyed that night out, do you think, Rob? That doesn't Me. seem like this was Boy, your scene I mean, at it's, all. It's, what is it, dinner and a show? Uh, <laughs> you know? I don't know that dinner was involved. <laughs> I don't know. might have been. <laughs> and so, uh, I don't know. Seems that like could a have fun, been a what this was out. missing, to be honest, uh, is like some sort of like Lady in the Tramp, this is the night moment, where just like Damon <laughs> Rhaenyra sharing a spaghetti uh that could have that could have smoothed some things over mm -hmm. yeah uh night out on the town sneaking out so I, it seemed like that for Rhaenyra this was like uh like one of the, like best nights ever yeah um I'd be curious to know is wh where's Rhaenyra standing for you as far as like who you're invested in on the show I think for a lot of people it's Rhaenyra I don't think that that's the case for everybody I, I don't just... know who else it would be who yeah. like who else is there another figure that is like a sympathetic figure on this show that it we was, could root for it was a it was a really brutal episode for Allison for sure uh, yeah. I feel like this was like the first time we're really getting some insight into Allison and I know that like we've talked about like where is she standing with all of this and is she going to be like, you know, master manipulator or is she just going to kind of be like passively involved politically? I mm -hmm. think, uh, you know, uh, you know, at the risk of saying a little too much, knowing that there's this recasting coming, I think you could maybe look at this portion of the story for Allison at least a little bit as like sprawling prologue for for the character that I think that you have expressed specifically, Rob, that you would like to see. Uh, remind me of that. Yeah, I think like you've said, like uh, you love your Marjorie Terrell, oh, right? Yes, you know, yes, you want yes. you want you want to see you want to see that type of a character. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but can I just? Yeah, so gross. Uh, the whole scene with Viserys, horrible. Uh, and like uh, honestly, like okay, it would it, like it, if he was in peak condition, it would that scene would have been gross. Yes, but did did we need to add? Nine uh -huh. festering backsores. Nine festering backsores. festering backsores. <laughs> like he's been in some like tragic cupping incident. I feel, oh no. Have you ever done the cupping? No. <laughs> Why, have you? Been you've in been, your cups. You've been cupping? Um, I don't remember. I believe it was the evolution of strategy, Rob, where we talked about the massage line and where I would want to be on the massage line at the very back so no one can touch me. You okay. think I've been cupped? Uh, well, I don't think that people are cup uh, touching you. It's like they're like vacuuming the life out of That's you. That's touching. That's <laughs> contact. Get off <laughs> my back. Uh, <laughs> so I'm not in my cups uh, in any sense. Yeah, who's this cup bearer? Uh-huh. Yeah. Get out of there. Um, no, I think I think like uh, I, I, I think you're right. Obviously, it would have been horrific in any event. But mm -hmm. I feel like they're like adding to the, like the horrific imagery. Right. Of like this is this king who is being like uh, like, you know, he's being like he's like succumbing to a thousand cuts. His yeah. health well, is constantly I, I, in decline. You know what? I bet she's like maybe she made like a calculated risk of like uh, like hopefully his wiener is going to fall off soon. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> nope. 
<laughs> alive and well not yet not yeah. yet yeah no spoilers yeah no spoilers. like i just like i like i you know i hope i hope that like uh you know he's got a lot of health issues like uh, hopefully eventually he's gonna be unable to burn no damon lots of trouble right viserys very virile this is the succession show right this is game of thrones does succession the big question of mm -hmm. who will sit on the iron throne after he's not Viserys. sending any like photos to yeah you know like you know there's uh certainly this is big logan roy energy we're discussing here i think to mm -hmm. a certain degree but i think with that being baked into the premise people tuning in to house of the dragon each and every week it feels like to me are on some measure of viserys death watch right like mm -hmm. when we get into like the matter of succession when is this going to happen and no spoilers as to whether or not this happens you may be in for four seasons of king viserys and mm. the final episode is I'll going take to the under it's going to show you who's the big uh who's the big contender uh, mm -hmm. that would be a horrific disappointment for you i am sure if that was uh the energy of the show yeah, enough, especially if he's going to like keep like decomposing on our screen week mm -hmm. after week. Speaking of The Walking Dead, um, are you surprised at how far he's made it? I feel like I've asked you this every week. Um, yeah, a little surprised. Um, I, I mean, it's only been four episodes, sure, like, but I, it's been like 500 years. Uh, over if he's the still around at the end of episode six, uh, I'll be surprised. Okay, all right, so we'll, we'll I'll see put the, the death, the Viserys death watch at two episodes. Okay, so sometime the next two weeks is what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, we'll, we'll put a pin in that. Um, yeah, so Viserys sucks. I think Allison has a really, really tough episode. And I think it's also it, the, the, the scene between her and Rainier, it seems like off screen, they've kind of started the process of repairing their relationship right. a little bit in the year between episodes three and four. Well, and that seems like it's in a bad spot by the end of this episode. It's like in an okay spot at the end of this episode. But there's a there's like a big information gap that's likely to explode, you would think. Yeah. Uh, can I? Add also that the Allison scene with Viserys was like like even more disturbing that it was like cut intercut with like all right, uh Rhaenyra is inviting like uh Kristen Cole like back to her room and this is like there's candles uh and all right that this is uh you know uh, you know traditionally maybe something that looks looks more appealing yeah cut with the crypt keeper yes yeah that's tough mm -hmm. the crypt keeper would get along great in westeros <laughs> by the way crypt keeper master of whisperers i'm here for that who's going to be my heir <laughs> Oops, one of my fingers just <laughs> fell off. <laughs> yeah. He is kind of big bad king energy. He didn't care. Like, no. he's just like, whatever. Like, that's the attitude that we should all have of like, hey, like, uh, my parts of my body are falling off. I'm mm -hmm. just like a decomposed skeleton. Whatever. You think generally in life we should be that's, aspiring yes. more towards the Crypt Keeper? Like, oh, here's, here's bad news. I love it. <laughs> Like it's it's raining today. Oh, glorious! Wait, let me check my Twitter timeline. Oh, look at this! All this good stuff. Who slid into my DMs today? Oh, a troll telling the me crypt I'm the worst. Keeper never had one bad day, and I guess like once you're once you, I guess once you lose everything, once you're dead, right? How much worse could it get? Right. What is dead may never die. All right, Rob. So that's the Crypt Keeper uh, in, uh, in Westeros. We appreciate him joining the cause. Kind of sounded a little crass. They call me the Red Keeper around here. <laughs> Never stop, Crypt Keeper. Coming along for the ride for the rest mm -hmm. of the go. Um, sure. So you, you touched on uh, Kristen Cole, the Kristen Culprit here. Uh, Knight of the Kingsguard, mm -hmm. sworn Knight of the Kingsguard, sure. can take no wives, sort of Knight's Watchy, uh, and certainly probably a big no-no to be uh, with the princess of, of all people. Yeah. Um, but she is going to, to put the moves on Sir Kristen. Yeah. Uh, Kristen He'll is going to take 500 hours to, to be disrobed. <laughs> yeah, talk about more slow. Well, well, for Rhaenyra, the only time she's ever seen naked people is at the pleasure house going in slow motion. Yeah. Oh, so you think that... Because Damon she is learned, like... She, Damon's like, oh, yeah. to see, this is how you take people's clothes off. Right, it's like, right. oh, okay, you got to do it in super slow motion. So is there a part of Kristen standing there being like, what's going on? 
yeah why is this so why is this so slow? i could do this much faster yeah. if you just let me let me just take my own armor off i go uh, I take i'll this be out every of it day. In, in like two minutes as opposed to 12 yeah but this is like just to go back to sort of like reading of character motivations of uh, this was the one I, I think that after like watching the episode and sort of like uh thinking on it a little bit Rhaenyra's motivations here with all of this is still kind of confusing for me. Okay, it with with Kristen specifically. Yes, yes. Um, you don't know what her attitude towards Kristen is. Well, I kind of feel like that. I I feel like that certainly like there is like you know some some attraction there, but I I don't know if it's necessarily like a romantic thing. Like I feel like that she has like to me those that she has feelings for Damon that mm -hmm. are not the same as uh the, her feelings for for Kristen and i don't know if this is like the new edward jacob uh of it all oh. but i i, I don't know Sir, Sir i, I Kristen feel like a werewolf perhaps i don't know i, yeah, I, I guess it. he's uh, yeah he's definitely um more of the edward yeah, edward this, than this the is jacob a good, yeah. uh, uh, sp uh, future spoiler for a podcast coming out on post show recaps in a few days not the one that mike and i are doing although maybe i'll bring it in but uh the walking dead podcast coming out sunday night jessica lease pitched uh werewolves in the walking dead oh interesting could be fun okay yeah um having a hard time wrapping my head around what that looks like but yeah uh, it's tough it's tough mm -hmm. if you watched an episode of tales of the walking dead recently uh you would you tales would see like of the walking <laughs> dead <laughs> the red crypt keeper um mm -hmm. yeah so i think um the well this is interesting to me so you you feel like rainier has the like the emotional feelings towards damon as opposed to maybe like the physical feelings towards Kristen. Yeah, I just don't like it's that when I, I don't know, like she went to she went to the pleasure house. Um, mm -hmm. then I guess did like that, like uh, like evoke something in her where she is like, hey, like uh, I gotta act on these, I gotta act on these feelings for Crystal. But it but it doesn't seem like she wants a relationship there. Um, and again, maybe it's just like that it's separate for her of like, okay, well, like this is just I'm going to uh, then you know grab uh i wanted this i'm gonna i'm gonna take this um but what does does she have like any regard for him as like you know um doesn't seem like that he's in the mix to be her suitor does she want him as like a concubine well she doesn't uh, really want that right like she doesn't want a suitor is she's been pretty suitor clear. armor yeah yeah you know that's the suitor she likes um but she's she's been very like she went out for a year looking at people and she Look has bachelorette she has said uh, a hard pass on on all of them uh on every last one of them so i mm -hmm. think especially on the heels of a night where she has been anonymous for yeah. the first time in her life she's looking for uh the perfect guy three sixes yes uh he checks off the boxes he's mm -hmm. you know he's not marriage material um but he can uh he is sworn to protect me which means he's sworn to protect my secret uh and uh he's cute it's like you know she's she's thought he's cute for for yeah. quite some time so i i guess what, what like what i'm left with and at the end of the episode is then okay so that, like does if she if she has been you know uh impregnated right probably not the right word yeah. uh if she is with uh if she's pregnant if she's with yeah. child yes yeah. yes yeah. and then if like uh does she does she want to to carry his baby does she feel like hey um you know like i'll make i'll make the call on this uh, like i i, is she I would defiant? i would i so uh, so i feel like uh like my my read from from knowing the characters the way that that i do is like she's been pretty adamant uh and she says it in this episode like i'm not gonna die on the battlefield that my that that my mom was forced onto. like mm -hmm. i don't want anything to do with that marriage isn't just some like luxury as it is for you damon uh you know i have to like i have to fight for my life on here so right. i think uh i think that having children is really far from uh, her mind right now as far as the thing that she wants to do so then okay so then all right here comes now the maester brings in the, 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 the with the t yep but then i would think that my read would be like oh like Thank God. Okay, good. Let me let let me. I'm gonna chug this right now, right? Uh, because the last thing I would want is 
to then have the baby of, of the Sir Christopher Cole. Yeah. Like this was just a this was just a fling for me. I, I don't want his baby. And so you would think that okay, this would be something, but but I don't get the sense that she's jumping at that opportunity. And maybe it's like, hey, this is what my dad wants. Like, yes. uh, like I don't want, like, I don't want it. Now I don't want to do it. Now I, it, I think it's it, I think for her, it's it's like, oh, well, I just refuted this story, uh, like top to bottom with Allison and with my father, and I'm still getting served the tea. So I think like what it symbolizes for Rhaenyra is lost trust with her dad. Uh, and so if she and her dad are in that spot where they're like in that precarious of a place, is she as secure on her way to the Iron Throne as maybe she thought she was an hour earlier, two hours earlier? Mm -hmm. I think like there's there's that piece of it. And then I think it's also just like the signal of like uh, how how uh, how ruthlessly unbelieved uh, and unsupported the women of King's Landing are, and certainly even her own father being like, "No, I don't believe your story." I believe sure. Damon. But when she's uh, pregnant, think, like, it's just uh, like he's really not going to believe her story. Sure, sure. I think she's probably drinking the tea. Like I don't think that you think so. Okay. I don't think it's a cliffhanger in that way. I think the cliffhanger is like an emotional like beat at the end of the. Episode. Oh, see, I thought I I really th thought it was like a will she won't she yeah. uh, drink the tea. I don't think so. I don't think I don't, I think she's I think she's going to drink it. I'm pretty sure she's going to drink mm -hmm. it. I think that she's going to drink the tea. Uh so that's that's my tea that I will spill. I think that she's going to drink the tea. Okay, interesting. Tea. Can I ask you about green tea? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you want to know? Well, here's what I want to know. Yeah. Rob, are you reading around about House of the Dragon or are you like getting into the discourse a little bit? A little bit. I don't want to be know, like a little it. sensitive here because like this is like spoiler adjacent. Well, I, tr but, like, I, I tried you said to, I, something where I'm like, oh, my man is reading. Yeah, about I, I, I try to. I watch a lot of uh, YouTube videos yep. uh, about what what's going on. I probably watch like you know three or four different uh, you know U uh, YouTube recaps. Uh, yes. You know, I try to before I come on here so I don't sound like a total moron <laughs> idiot. Yeah, you sound your smartest when you're doing Crypt Keeper voice, I think. <laughs> yes. OK, <laughs> well, uh, you see, I, you know, try not to run it into the ground uh, too much. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I don't want to come in here knowing nothing. I don't think that that's fair to the uh, the podcast audience. Yeah, yeah. Are you enjoying what you're poking around and uh, checking yeah, out? Yeah, again, I don't want to get like I'm trying not to watch anything that's sort of like uh, telling me where what's gonna where it's going. But yeah. you know, there's some of these uh, you know YouTube channels, uh, and there's a lot of great uh, resources out there that you okay. know drop some some uh, nuggets on things. Yeah, have you been leaning on HBO's uh, Game of Thrones uh, character map anymore? No, no, yeah. that thing was just way too chunky of uh, uh -huh. like uh like I, I don't need a thing that's gonna like eat up my entire like system resources that's moving the problem. background it's like so I it's so useful it is mm -hmm. like really very useful it is also destroying all of my technological appliances every last one of them it didn't need to be i did <laughs> yeah <laughs> I tried to have it up during one of the podcasts the other day, and like mm -hmm. my internet was destroyed. <laughs> like the whole thing, it just ate it all. Yeah, uh, you know, massive, uh, massive bandwidth feeder. Yeah, for sure. Right, like this uh -huh. could have been a PDF. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Doesn't need to be a living document. No, 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 no. Um, okay, um, so. Where are you at with Damon Targaryen right now? I think is a question that I have for you. Uh, we have seen him as uh, the Dayman in the War of the Stepstones, and now we see him as the Nightman here in uh, in Episode Four of uh, of House of the Dragon. Are you feeling like you're getting more of a sense of of this guy? Is there like an opening into like? giving him like benefit of the doubt or is he just so awful in this episode with Rainier? Like where are you landing with Damon as a character as far as like how compelled you are by him right now? Yeah. Um, I don't know about like of compelled is the right word, but again, you know, I really like just question his uh, motives, like in terms of like when, when he's with Rhaenyra, like it seems like that he had some sort of like, uh, like that, that he cares about her, like in the way that he's acted, with her i can't believe that that is all for show um like i feel like that he is like very much like uh i i i buy when he is like uh like with her that there is like some sort of like as wrong as it is um that, that it feels like that there is like some 
uh, some attraction there. Right. There's some sparks, especially like uh, coming from his part as well. Um, but then, like, I also feel like that, you know, he has this ambition for the crown. And, you know, it feels like that, yeah, you know, when you sort of it. like take a, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Hey, yeah. Yes. Okay. No, no crown spoilers. No, no still, crown spoilers. still trying to, uh, yeah. you know, unspoil. Be respectful. Be respectful. Yes. Unlike and, Brian Cox. Or no, it was Jesse Armstrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so then, you know, okay, so he, like, uh, wants to sort of, like, undermine uh, Viserys. So, like, I, I'm really, like, sort of, like, torn. Like, I think that I, I really do believe that, like, his ultimate plan here was to disparage the uh, reputation of Rhaenyra. Was, that, was he doing that to make it then, then the only suitor that he like because he like when Viserys is like okay you took her maidenhood he didn't um but he doesn't shoot that down maybe because it was like for embarrassing reasons that he didn't right. um yeah. and he's like yeah, yeah I did um but I I don't know is, is he angling for Viserys to finally say all right fine fine now you fine you marry her now yeah I mean, Viserys does uh, everything we've seen about Viserys uh, until the end. I mean, until the end of this episode. But even then, what he, when he goes and fires Otto, and I want to talk about that with you for yeah, sure, sure. Uh, is uh, like he needs like enough people eventually to like push him in that direction. Like it does feel like Viserys never makes a choice unless he's been pushed. So maybe mm -hmm. is that part of why Damon is like constantly pushing Viserys? He knows his brother well enough. Like I just keep pushing this guy, and eventually he's going to give me what I want. Yeah, I feel like just, he's the younger brother. He's terrorizing his older brother. Familiar dynamic, maybe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I just uh, I'm unclear as to what Damon like ultimately uh, wants. Like, I I feel like I I understand what he did, but I don't think we ever got like his clear motivation for uh, his is any was it just that okay I, I want to tarnish Rhaenyra as the heir. So that people will go back and say, hey, like, um, you know, Damon is back in the picture. Rhaenyra, she's a bad heir. We can't have a baby on the Iron Throne. Like, maybe we should, like, be reexamining Damon as the potential person that should be on the Iron Throne. Or is he looking well, that at, was the like, case. He, he really probably biffed it this week. Mm -hmm. that was like he really if he had if that was his 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 goal of like i'm gonna show my brother that like he should change his mind and i should be the heir well it not didn't so seem much, like that went right not so much to change his mind but to change the mind because uh that what i did like about damon was uh that when they went to go like look at the stupid minstrel show that she's like uh what does it matter what all these like uh small people think like who cares he's like no no it, it like it matters what they think so yeah it feels like that he has like that understanding of Okay, like what the um, the the uh, temperature of like the uh, the 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 populace like that is an important thing. And if he is sort of um, you know viewed as the best choice to be on the Iron Throne, like there's a way like that that ultimately ends up happening. Right. Um, I want to pitch three separate ideas for Damon's motivation to you, just as possibilities, and let's see let's see if okay. any if any of them uh, uh, land. Um, so um, let's just sketch them out quickly, and then and then we can talk them through as much as we want. So there's the world where just like very straightforward, we Damon Targaryen is power hungry and he wants the throne that's yeah. option one okay um option two is he is a uh, targaryen first he cares about the family he cares about the strength of the targaryen hold over the land he feels like he has that best interest in mind he even authentically means it when he tells his brother he loves him but he's weak he wants to strengthen the targaryens and that's why he is as dedicated to you know wanting to marry with rhaenyra they keep the bloodline pure all of that stuff that's option two Mm -hmm. Option three, he just wants his brother to love him. He just wants someone to show yeah. him no, some love no. and respect. Throw that one out. Okay, Throw so that, that one's out. gone. That one's yeah. gone. Mm -hmm. Where what, do you land with the other two? What What was the first one again? First one is he just wants the throne. He's just he's just like uh he's just a power hungry. Yeah, what else guy. is he gonna do? Like I think he feels like that he that he is the the rightful heir. But I, I think that he really does like Rhaenyra, and I, I think that in his perfect world. Um, that, you know, I, I think that he would like take her as his, um, you know, uh, as, as his wife to sit on the iron throne, uh, with him. Like, I think he's sort of like, 
um, on board with the idea, okay, this is how the Targaryens, as much as we don't like it, okay? Right. That's that's what they do. Disavow. Mm-hmm, disavow. Disavow. Yeah. And so I, I th- kind of think that he sees that as like, okay, well, like uh, she's a dragon rider. I'm a dragon rider. Let's like, uh, we could do this. Let's make more dragon riders together. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, cool. Uh, good to note. She's uh, fun. I, yeah. I, I think we've, we've got a lot to track with the character. A complicated character for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Did you uh, did you enjoy that his uh, his former concubine uh, Miseria now seems to be in something of like a Varus-ish, little fingerish position here in King's Landing? She's like an information broker now, Miseria. Sure, I mean I, I always like that in Game of Thrones. Nice to have one of those on the board, right? Somebody mm-hmm. who's got their little birds working for them. You got that little kid. Although you know, I, I have to say, I'm gonna like you know throw the flag on. Do like, it. Uh, like hey. Not cool. Like uh, you got these these little kids sitting there outside of the the pleasure houses spying. Yeah, they're not old enough for that. I mean, they're not in the pleasure house. Yeah, but they're why they, you think that they're not peering in the windows? Well, she can't control that. Yeah, well, you know, mm-hmm. kids gonna do what the kids gonna do. I think. Yeah, and that kid should be in bed. He should be in bed for sure. It was really late. It was the hour of the owl. It was the hour of the owl. You know, you know these kids, they, they don't want to go to bed. Yeah. Uh, this kid goes running to, to, to tell dad, right? He goes squealing to, to Otto Hightower Snitch, yeah. about what he has seen. Yeah, he snitch tags and he goes to Otto Hightower. And Otto has this, there's this long shot on Otto where he's just like, <sighs> like you get this sense that he's like, okay. I feel like maybe I've got like a big hammer to bring down on Rhaenyra, but gosh, this is going to be hard to tell Rhaenyra's father that his daughter has slept with her uncle. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I feel like I got to do this. And also he yeah. you know, does have this vested interest in uh, his son being on the iron throne or his grandson rather being on the iron throne at some point in time. All of this obviously goes poorly. Even uh, weak backboned, uh, ninety nine sores. Uh, ninety nine sores. He even he, uh, the ninety nine sores, is uh, going to not be cool with Otto to the point that he will be convinced to fire this man. Mm-hmm. Um, what could Otto have done differently? So I guess the question is, uh, do you agree with Viserys's read that Otto like took like pleasure in this? That this is like, oh, good news, right? Uh, was well, he, did he think that this was like a, a delicious story that he got to share? Because like, I kind of feel like that that's like one of like uh, you never be the bearer of bad news. Yeah, you really don't want to be, but you're the hand of the king, and often you have to be. Here's where I think my critique comes in. And I and I love it from a performance standpoint, but Reese Evans, who plays Otto Hightower, he's always got this little smile on his face. Like he's always like got like a little smile underneath that beard, where he's like, mm, "I saw her at the owl, the owl." Mm-hmm. You know, and he's just like kind of. Mm. He's like, "Say it, say it." Yeah, just say what you like, mm-hmm. speak plainly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time telling you about been... this. Yeah, you know, he always has like this little sort of like uh, like pop of a smile. Uh, mm-hmm. happening what was the term he used um uh i could i could look it up real quick <laughs> yeah uh, i've got i've got i've got the whole thing written down somewhere the whole I transcript got, i gotta find he's, it. Like, <laughs> he's like say it say it what were they doing what were they yeah. doing you brought this to me mm-hmm. yeah like, uh, they were coupling is that mm-hmm. what it was yes yes <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, he says to, to him, uh, yes, Damon and Rhaenyra were seen together in a, in the bowels of a pleasure mm. den. Coupling. Coupling. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And then Viserys says, my favorite Viserys line of the show so far is, uh, this is a lie. You're being lied to. Who is responsible for this gossip? Have this rumor manga brought to me at once and I will take their eyes. Very mm-hmm. Crypt Keeper. Very Crypt Keeper. I think it's possible that Viserys Targaryen... He becomes is, the... Yeah. Yeah, this, this is the origin, origin story. story. Crypt Keeper. Secret Crypt Cinematic prequel. Universe. Yes, That's yes, it. This yes. is the multiverse. Yeah, like yes. you can notice like the hair is starting to thin out. The sores are developing. Uh, yeah, I think that this could be like gritty Crypt Keeper origin story. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think maybe Otto doesn't come with the smile for all of these uh, these uh, news uh, breaks that he has to give to. He couldn't game. hide his delight. I think that he was having a hard time. He's like, mm, this is it. This is it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, was it satisfying to watch him get fired? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how you are with Otto Hightower because he's a schemer. He's, you know, he's yeah, obviously a bad but, guy, uh, but is he like a compelling uh, schemer? Uh, not not really. a lot of personality there. I, yeah. I, I've, I haven't really enjoyed him. Yeah. And, you know, but it just seems like that uh, for Viserys, like how much, like had he already been thinking this, that this was enough to put him like over the, it was almost like that. It was just like a light bulb went off. He's like, wait, hold on. Yeah, you like this. Ah, I, I like uh, it all makes sense now. You yeah. had me marry your daughter just so you could have your your grandson be on the Iron Throne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He put he puts it together. I mean, Viserys a little slow uh, on the uptake, I think. But I like, mean, and he's missing toes and you know. yeah, yeah. I mean that that's gonna slow you down for sure. Uh, so yeah, he but he he puts it together, and I don't know how much of his backstory you were clocking in that scene where he fires him, uh, where he's talking about how. Um, uh, Otto has been serving since the time of the old king, the wise king, mm-hmm. and he becomes hand of the king because Viserys' own father uh, died, uh, like very, very suddenly. Uh, I think the, the, I don't know if it was how it was conveyed on the show, but the book, I think, says a, a burst belly for Viserys' father. Uh, and his father was Balon the Brave. He was a rider of Vagar. Yet again, we're hearing about Vagar. One of the uh, one of the great original three dragons of the Westeros conquest, uh, who is uh, the only one of those three still alive and still out there somewhere in the world. Um, so Viserys and Daemon, they both descend from a man who was great, who was like really beloved. He was like a fierce warrior. He was super brave, and he just kind of went. He just goes. And mm-hmm. I think Viserys is like looking at Otto of like, that was a really good day for you, huh? Um, mm-hmm. And I think his question of like, you have anything you want to tell me about that? Uh, so there's a lot of charged stuff here between Viserys and Otto. Do you think Viserys is going to come to regret firing Otto as opposed to something a little bit heavier? Uh, as opposed to like executing him? I don't know. I feel like you don't really well, get fired dark, too Josh. often yeah. on Game of Thrones. Hmm. You know, how often do you get fired? You know, you hmm. typically get uh, like you get like fired by a dragon is a totally right. different way of going. This right. is a different kind of fire. Okay. By well, dragon. this is a little awkward. Cause I mean, that is his father-in-law. Yes. So in the family business, uh, this is a little awkward. Uh, yes. and so there's that. And so, you know, and then also like, I'm sure like his wife is, uh, not going to be thrilled. You think the Targaryens ever look at a family tree and they're like, what's going on? What is yeah. this? What is mm-hmm. all of this? Do you think that there's one Targaryen that like looks at all of this and like just like kind of like looks at the camera and is like, I know what you're thinking. You know, like, is there, mm-hmm. does that happen? Does that mm-hmm. happen in between scenes? Does yeah. Rhaenyra look at a scroll and it's like, oh, geez. That Ugh. their family tree is a wreath? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do any of them look at the wreath and say, uh, hmm. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to take the wreath. I'm going to destroy the wreath. Mm-hmm. Uh, does anyone look at the wreath uh, that way? I don't know. Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Maybe in the coming episodes. Yeah. Um, but I know there's been then a lot of questions about then who will be the hand of the king. Yes. Do you have any uh, suggestions for the job? I mean, I feel like uh, Lionel Strong is that. Oh, that guy's uh, great. That is that guy's the guy great. that has we good advice? Yeah, I yeah. mean, he he probably should have been the hand of the king the whole time. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's like uh, you know uh, who the other candidates are. Uh, do they want to extend an olive branch to the sea snake? It seems like they're already doing that by uh, they're saying Rhaenyra will be uh, marrying the sea snake's son is uh, is the choice. But do they want the his episode? counsel? I feel like that's sort of like, uh, hey, let's, uh, you know, marry Rhaenyra to the uh, sea snake junior. Yeah. To just uh, get him to stop being uh, a pain in the you know what. Too soon to uh, to 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 have him be. uh to have him be like that close to the king, probably. Well, I don't know if he has good counsel. I think that they kind of feel like that he's like a hothead. Uh, yeah. That he's you like fought a... three years in the stepstones. That was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I think Lionel Strong seems like a strong candidate. Uh, mm-hmm. 
he, we've seen him give tremendous advice uh, over the like reasonable, like uninvested advice over the last uh, few episodes. You know, really, fit. it's hard to get a good hand of the king. Really, really tough job to fill out. Yeah. Um, also, a, I think, a, a, again, I think most of these jobs are not jobs you want, to be honest. Um, but I think hand of the king might be worse than king itself. I don't know. It's tough between the two. I think Would it's re- good. Yeah. Yeah. But you get you have to deliver all the bad news. You get blamed for everything. No, you gotta get you get like somebody like at the small council to like bring up the bad news. So it's like, oh, I guess the king doesn't come. Well, whatever the the meeting is, it's like, oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, like, uh, all right. Okay, oh, oh, like, uh, like, uh, what's your report? They're like, you what? need the hand of the king needs an intern. Uh, the hand of the king needs the foot of the hand of the king. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the foot of the hand of the king is an important role to fill out, and that's the person who you kick. You kick the foot of the hand of the king to the king to deliver the bad news. Yeah, I mean, then you get somebody else to be delivering the bad like news, the, like the, then, like the mini Mike Bloom, perfect foot right, of the hand of yeah, the king. Yeah, although that that guy will kill you. Um, well, that's the but, thing is, like, he might kill you. So if he brings you the bad news, no, you're the, not gonna, maybe like, the other the messenger because then you take one look in his eyes, like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. The, the, maybe maybe the guy who uh, got his belly burst, uh, maybe that guy would be would be good. And then yeah. it's like you then you say to the king like, oh, y- y- you believe this shite? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's Can how they say this? it in. Can you believe uh, this? Yeah, in Westeros. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're 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 trying to do what we can to like reinvent the the political structure of this world. And can we uh, can we? Uh, are there any areas of improvement? Where else? Uh, you know, I think the hand of the king operationally. I don't know about one star, but it's close. It's close. I think it's close. It can be improved upon. I think for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, lots of people, too many to even name. Rob wanted to know short hair Damon versus long hair Damon. Your thoughts? Well, the wig is bad, so uh-huh. I guess short hair is bad. But I really uh, that the like the bone crown uh, that he had, uh, that I thought that was that was bad. I didn't like it. It's what they had at the Stepstones. Should he have been wearing uh, the crab feeder's mask? No. Uh, well, first of all, <laughs> the crab feeder. Yeah, didn't he have yeah. grayscale? So I feel like any sort of used crab feeder stuff. I feel Should like be burned, burn, burn it, yeah, get burn rid of it. it. Yeah. Just like uh, I don't want any souvenirs from the crab feeder. Yeah. Um, is there a middle ground uh, that we uh, need to find with Damon Targaryen's hair? Like, do we give him like if, if short hair versus long hair, it's just too extreme. Do you give him a Farquaad, like a Lord Farquaad? <laughs> you got it like down to the ears, sort of like bowl cut hair. Hmm. I, you know, I don't know. Um, I, I thought his hair was was give him fine the Maya overall. Peters. Yeah, yeah, it was it was fine. You know, yeah. it's more of the the you know the the color. I feel like uh, you know what are you gonna do? Yeah, uh, it's, it's got the platinum blonde. It's the Targaryen look, uh, and it has important, doesn't work for everybody. Yeah, it's got that important plot implication as of this episode. You know, take the beanie off, and oh my god, it's a princess. Yeah, well, that's the thing in the pleasure house of like you know that that was like um, you know. They are, you know, easy to spot. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you looking forward to Rhaenyra and uh, Rhaenyra and uh, Lainor, uh the son of the sea snake? Are you looking forward to seeing where that one takes us? Um, yeah. Let's see. I mean, I kind of feel like that they have not done a lot to really establish like who that character was. If I was not watching like YouTube videos or listening to podcasts, I would have no idea who mm. that was that they were talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was flying a dragon. He, he was, was in one fun. episode had like a couple of scenes, but I, I, I feel I, I would not remember that if I was not uh, like uh, sort of like a medium, uh, like a casual, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, or below. Yes. Yes. Um, all right. A couple of odds and ends for you before we close out. Um, I had a bunch of people who wanted to know how you felt, uh, non, non house of the dragon related, but keeping it in the HBO yeah. family. Are you, are you psyched about Mike White's Emmy wins the back to back, the survivor sure. shout out? Um, yeah, that was cool. Um, I, I, I loved the white, you Lotus. were a white Lotus guy. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, I watched it, uh, you know, when it, when it was on. So I was, you know, I was very happy for, uh, for Mike White and everybody. It would be fun for Mike White to direct an episode of house of the dragon. I think it would be, uh, probably, yeah, probably oops, the, oops, the oops, <laughs> yeah, oops. it would be very fun. Yeah. Rhaenyra is always talking about her mother. Yeah, I feel like it could use a, a little. Jennifer Coolidge as a Targaryen. 
she, I mean, she's kind of got the right hair for yeah. it. So, yeah, I think it use like a little bit more like fun weirdness to it. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned to Grace on our Emmys recap, which you can listen to on post-show recaps, that much ado is being made about Mike White being the first Survivor player to win an Emmy. But I don't think nearly enough people are talking about that that means that Alec Merlino is the second Survivor player to win an Emmy. So I don't know if that's a f- official. Like uh, I yeah. saw that somebody else, um, Romeo, was on last season. He said that he has uh, he has Emmys for Ooh. being in. So that's not I, canon for me. I don't know what that is. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, but but yeah, for first person to be uh, personally uh, win an Emmy, uh, come up on the stage. So uh, congratulations again to um, to Mike White. Yes. Um, another one for you is oh, uh, where are we on our the offer for the Lord of the Rings ten minute exchange? Oh, I forgot. I forgot to do that. Yeah, um, me too. Totally, yeah. completely forgot to do that. So yes. do we what, now what owe each other twenty do? minutes? What, yeah. Well, well it's Dax. Yeah. What were you going to watch for ten minutes? I was going to watch the offer for ten minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, you don't need to. It's fine. Uh, like, uh, rather me watch something else. I could watch the. the uh, the Lord of the Rings, just to just to talk about it. But. I'll give you twenty minutes of something else if you give me twenty minutes of Lord of the Rings. You just oh, tell maybe me what it is. Let's let's not do it all in the same week. Maybe okay. it'll go like back and forth. Okay, we can go back and forth on it. Um, mm-hmm. That's basically what we've got. Uh, you're not alone in enjoying the House of the Dragon this week. Kit Harrington is out here being like, I'm I'm really enjoying what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They've done a great job. I Company be, man. He thought it would be traumatic to watch, he says. He's a big fan of Miguel Sapochnik. They did all of their work together, so he's wanted to check out the show. He loves it. Kit Harrington approved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's really and, just trying to get that Jon Snow sequel. Well, yeah, because uh, I guess it was like sort of like the prophecy. It's sure. uh, like a prince who was promised. Yeah. And so it's sort of like, it's a, it's a shout out. Yeah, it's a shout out. They're talking about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's DiCaprioing at the screen mm-hmm. yeah, every week. They said the thing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, Rob. Anything else on House of the Dragon? No, I've just uh been enjoying it. You know, I'm uh glad to you know uh be here and talk about it here with you. Looking forward to seeing uh where it's going. I hope that there are uh you know a few more episodes like this where we really can get into sort of like the world building. Like I know, like hey we're back and it's, I know it would have been like, if we did not have like sort of like as much like spectacle in the first couple episodes, uh, um, that maybe people say like, Oh, this show is super boring. Uh, but you know, I, I really feel like that we need to spend time like fleshing out these characters. Yeah. I think that it's, it's happening, right? Like, I think like some of that stuff was bedrock for an episode like this, where like you have a little bit of the pomp and circumstance from earlier in the season. And now like you have a little bit more of a sense of certainly in the case of like Damon Targaryen and Rhaenyra, who's flying those dragons. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think uh, we're, we're, we're pushing things forward in a, in a, in a way that is essential for the show, whether or not it's, it's working for you. Uh, the royal you out there uh, it seems to be working for uh, the the crypt keeper at the at the very least. The worse it gets, frankly, right, uh, the happier the crypt keeper will be. Most likely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Rob, what else you got going on? Give us uh, shouts from RHAP. What's happening in the RHAP universe? Well, that the post show recaps audience needs to know. Okay, well, I mean, September is just a crazy time in the world of reality TV because Big Brother there's... is gonna is it gonna outlast Survivor by a week or it ends in Survivor well, no. starts? So uh, it is uh, not going to outlast Survivor, but it okay. is going to uh, that both shows will be happening. Actually, all four of the CBS like uh, flagship reality series, uh, with all due respect to Tough as Nails, uh, are all going to be going uh, coming and going in September. Uh, that, that is just uh, Challenge USA has a two-hour finale on Wednesday night. Big Brother still has two more weeks. Survivor starts on Wednesday. Amazing Race starts on Wednesday. So, so there's like just... a Venn diagram of all of them happening at once? The challenge technically will not be happening uh, at the same time that Amazing Race and Survivor are starting, but we are very much in the preseason of those shows as yeah. the challenge is coming to an end. Oh, my gosh. Uh mm-hmm. You keep in any the, interest to look at the challenge USA? Um, a little bit actually. I love a lot of the people who are who are on there. I've heard, I've seen a lot of uh the the Targaryen of Survivor, uh Tyson. Uh mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of love for Tyson, who I adore. Uh so do you think I'd like it? 
Yeah, I thought that that might be a fun one to just have you watch like uh, 10 minutes of, you know, it, it's really like there's not like a, a, a lot to it in terms of and I, from what I understand, there's probably like a little bit more strategy uh, going on in some of the uh, MTV seasons of the challenge. But yeah, yeah, I think it's a, it's a pretty like uh, like low stakes show. I kind of feel like it's, it's very much a show that you could have something else on and then uh, just be like following along. Here's the trade I'll make. Uh, watch the first episode of Lord of the Rings, Rob. Uh, yeah. That's certainly what the post show recaps voters will say. Uh, I'll watch whichever episode of this current season of the cal- uh, of the challenge that the RHAP audience has to say. You okay. guys get me the memo, Rob. Get get it to Rob. Rob will get it to me. He'll send the little birds over my way. I will watch a random episode of the challenge USA. With Have you ever my- watched an episode of the challenge? MTV? Never once. Okay. Never once. I used to watch uh, a decent amount of Real World a long time ago yeah. and Road Rules. I loved. I really loved Road Rules back in the 90s, late mm-hmm. 90s. Um, uh, but uh, I've never once watched the challenge. I don't really understand it. It seems Neither like the same, the same people show up every year. Is it kind of how it goes? And it yeah. also happens six times a year. Mm-hmm. No, I, I don't think it happens quite so many times. Yeah. But um, okay. yeah. Uh, okay. Well, let me know which one to watch. One episode I will give you. One episode, uh, a one-to-one, a Lord of the Rings for a challenge. You tell me which one it is. I'll report back. That sounds okay. fun. Sounds um, good. Okay, so you got a lot of reality TV going on at Rob Sesternino for everything. Just the Rob has a podcast feed. You want to subscribe. You want to make sure that you're getting your star Rob has a website.com slash subscribe. You have uh, links to all of the show feeds, and they're all free oh my god yes that's a free very, podcast very very good deal uh it also costs you nothing to subscribe to the post show recaps podcast feed the house of the dragon podcast feed specifically uh wow having like a hub that has all of your subscribe buttons is a good idea maybe i'll yeah. look into that i might steal that one from you uh in the meantime just search post show recaps house of the dragon in your podcatcher of choice Uh, And that is the easy way to make sure you're getting all of the Game of Thrones coverage that we are doing here on PSR, including what's coming next. We're going to be doing uh, Latanya and I are getting back together to compare House of the Dragon episode four to Game of Thrones episode four with a TBD announced special guest joining us for that one as well. A lot to dig into from this episode of uh, House of the Dragon specifically that I know Latanya is going to want to get into. And if you're nostalgic for the old days of Game of Thrones, we'll be talking about that as well uh you can follow me at round howard i will tweet everything out rob anything else no uh looking forward to coming back and talking about episode five cool uh all right well to close this thing out uh in tribute to the corny conversation that is happening in the psr discord about house of the dragon we will end with adam h's tribute to game of thrones or should i say game of corn until next time everybody take care bye-bye it's cold it's cold the juice has the juice it has the juice it has the juice it has the juice i can't imagine a more beautiful